14 minutes after 6 o'clock, right here on the weekend view on SAFM. Thank you for staying with us. We'll start here this morning. Russia launched a wave of missiles at Ukraine on Thursday, a day after Germany and the United States pledged tanks to aid Kiev's fight against the invasion. 11 people died after 35 buildings were struck across several regions. The strikes also damaged two energy facilities. The barrage came as Russia said it perceived a new offer of military support as direct Western involvement in the conflict. Conflict. To talk to us on the latest, we join now on the line by Dennis Reaver, a security researcher with the Institute of Security Studies. Dennis, thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning. We, we're approaching almost a year now of uh, this this particular war. This, uh, I suppose, latest pledge of support here, of course, Germany coming into the mix. They've been criticised as well, um, just about how late, in fact, they've come to the party in terms of uh, um, condemning Russia's actions. This has, of course, been a pledge uh, to send tanks to to the Ukraine. Does this in any way signal a start of a new phase to this war? Oh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, it's... It, it certainly is an important symbolic step, I think. Uh, for the longest time, uh, Western allies and, and specifically Germany, and there is a good reason why Germany was singled out, singled out, singled out <clears throat> were, uh, were discussing sending tax to Ukraine and why and how uh, it, it hasn't happened for a year and there were good reasons raised. But it is an important a symbolic statement and an important show uh, of, of intent to, to Russia to suggest that Western countries are ready to supply Ukraine with any weapons that, that are required, uh, well, bearing some of the more advanced weapons, uh, required to defend itself against the Russian invasion. And I think in that regard, it is an important step. Um, if we look at the actual numbers, um, from what I understand right now, there are about 73 confirmed uh, tanks that will be going to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They are likely to make their way to Ukraine to the battlefield around March, April. So uh, they will not be delivered tomorrow. So in that regard, 73 tanks will not change the um, the state of the battlefield. But it is a very important, I think, symbolic statement uh, and statement mm-hmm. of unity mm-hmm. of the Western countries in their support. Mm-hmm. But perhaps, Denise, um, uh, if you could just uh, underscore why why Germany is significant here and, and why and why there's the singling out, if you will. Well, a number of reasons. Firstly, um, there are a number of battle tanks, Western-produced battle tanks, uh, around the world. But uh, Germany is by far the one that uh, most countries are relying on. So, around 19, 19 countries are using Leopard two, which is the main battle tank of Germany. Uh, there is a large quantity of these tanks in Europe, which is a great um, benefit compared to, for instance, the Abrams, which would need needed to be transported from the U.S. Mm. to Europe. The supply chains are much shorter. Obviously, it's much easier to fix these tanks. The arm, uh, the arm, uh, the the weapons uh, are more readily available. The spare parts. So, in that regard, I think if if there was a one one battle tank that could have been supplied to uh, Ukraine, it, it, it needed to be the Leopard tank. Mm-hmm. 
just in terms of, I suppose, the the, the hesitation as well, um, that, that Germany, um, I suppose, ha- has been criticised of. What do you what do you I suppose make of that uh, conversation? Also, views here that this move um, uh, certainly mo- moves them further west as well. Um, do you, do you share that view? Uh, in terms of in terms of uh, the, the move being criticised, I think. Um, uh, I'm terribly sorry. Can you please repeat the question? The the one broke there a bit. So, so, so just about uh, the the uh, the tentativeness or hesitation, if you will, uh, some calling it a delay uh, for 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 really Germany to play a far greater role and a, and a stronger role here. Um, you know, others will, will speak of other countries hiding behind the U.S., for example. So, this this move does it move uh, Germany further west, in your view? Well, I think Germany was always part of the Western countries. The hesitation came from. Uh, from what I understand, the internal discussions within Germany, um, the optics of German tanks rolling into uh, into into Ukraine was was not a good look, and it was stressed uh, repeatedly that Ger- Germany, um, the historic context of, of German tanks uh, being used in this war, mm. um, was not something that Germany wanted to to do, and of course. Um, the supply of weapons more broadly if, if Western weapons, let's say, kill civilians uh, in, in Russia, or uh, if, if the tanks are used in an offensive against Russia, uh, that, that is obviously also not something that uh, they wanted to, to, to have. So there was a lot of very careful uh, planning and consideration, mm. uh, perhaps a bit too careful, some would say, uh, on the part of Germany. But I think, in general sense, Germany has been um, on board with other Western allies and has supplied other equipment and other weapons, just not the battle tanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and just finally, Dennis, as we as we approach um, the first anniversary of the war, um, how do you see it all unfolding? Um, you know, obviously wars don't necessarily end overnight. Um, maybe the expectation was that it, it may have have uh, uh, not escalated perhaps as much as it has uh, for as long as it has as well. What can we expect uh, just, just going forward as well? Um, uh, perhaps one may even argue that, that we're nowhere near the end of, of uh, this war. No, certainly, certainly not. Um, it, it seems that Putin and, and Russia, per se, are preparing for a long war. Um, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, has also stated they, that Ukraine is ready for a long war. Um, it doesn't seem that any party at the moment is ready to sit at the negotiations table. Um, there is no appetite for that, or at least it doesn't seem so. Um, we, we are hearing reports of Russia considering another wave of general mobilization. They're considering to get another 200,000 people at least to the front lines. Um, so in that regard, mm-hmm. I think this, this, is, this war will continue for at least another year, mm-hmm. if not longer. Um, we, 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 of course, uh, anticipated uh, the start of a new wave, a new um, phase of offensives. Uh, the last one took place uh, in September, all the way back in September. And ever since, um, there were expectations that both Russia and Ukraine would start their new, uh, new offensives. They were both preparing and building up arms. So what we may expect in the next 
few months is is a um, escalation of war, definitely mm-hmm. on 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 the battleground, and perhaps some some major defeats at war victories for one of the parties. But it will be a, a long war, and both parties seems to be seem to be preparing for a long war. Certainly, mm-hmm. so Dennis Riva, thank you very much, a security researcher who is with the Institute for Security Studies, joining us there on the line.